0: Welcome to Spiritual Psychotherapy. My name is Mia, or officially Dr. Mary Patricia Quinlivan, and this podcast is all about just gently and patiently letting go of those things that are in the way of us resting in awareness, resting in the truth of what we are, which is divine love. And I'm very happy for you all to send in questions or topics you would like discussed. And if you would like to do that, you can look me up on my website, which is livingawarenesswa.com. And I love to hear from people and I love to talk about things that, that are really relevant for all of you. So today's episode is going to be about why we need retreat. And that's particularly relevant for me at the moment because Isaira has a retreat coming up on the 22nd of June this year, which is about five or so weeks from now. And if I can entice a few of you to come along, that would be beautiful. So I guess the best way for me to communicate to you the benefit of retreat is to explain my experience of retreat and you know the truth is we're living in this very busy world that where most humans still are very caught in the ego mind and there's very little presence really. It is growing, it's beautiful that it's growing and more and more of us, and all of you who are listening are in that category, are wanting to start to become more present, to start to live our lives with that essence of spirit speaking through us. But the truth is that we do mostly live our lives, you know, in a busy way around lots of people caught in mind so we are continuously pulled out of presence and it's an effort to work at it. it's it's a beautiful effort and it's one that it's really important for us to do every day to bring ourselves to presence to aim to live from that as much as we can but being in this world in our busy lives we are regularly pulled out of that and so the immense benefit of retreat is that there's an opportunity to rest more deeply into our pure awareness, into Christ self, Buddha awareness, whatever you want to call it, into spirit, into love. And on retreat, we're surrounded by other beings with the same intention, which is beautiful. And Of course when you get to go on retreat with someone like Isaira who lives permanently resting in pure awareness, the space is so powerful. It's just a continuous drawing into the truth of what we are. And I would really encourage all of you, if you have the opportunity to be with someone who rests in presence, you know, who you know can be there, can rest there. Just take it. You know, Isaira for me is an opportunity to be literally with God. So Isaira rests as that permanently. I know what she is. I, I am aware all the time of her resting in that space and you know, it's like when you go out and stand in the sun on those cold winter mornings and the sun's just warming you continuously, a continuous presence, it's beautiful, it draws you in and that's what being around people like Isaira is, that's the immense value, is that, you know, she is resting purely as awareness and so it's a continuous leading, guiding us to rest there with her in that space and it's beautiful and you know always it happens to me when I know I'm going on a retreat with Isaira and this one I'm just feeling particularly grateful for and I'm looking forward to because of COVID. We haven't been able to do this for, it's been nearly three years I think and you know I'm already feeling it builds up for me, it builds up before the retreat, and I can feel myself resting there in the room with Isaira resting as pure awareness, and everyone else in that space too as pure awareness, and the earth as that, and the trees as that. This retreat is going to be held on a 200 acre property set in the bush. So there's trees, there's streams, there's sacred sites. It's just, you know, immensely powerful to be able to be immersed in nature and to be with someone who rests permanently as Buddha awareness or Christ self, or I sometimes call it Isaira light. And I just want to describe to you, you know, it's like uh, Isaira is what I'm aware of her as. Is light. It's this patient, gentle, ethereal, you know, it's spirit. It's not being aware of the physical world like we're used to. It's being aware of the truth of what we are, this divine love, this divine light. And she rests as that in absolute comfort. And for me, still. You know, I access that space, but the ego still wants to resist. There's still a little bit of resistance. So it's so beautiful to be with someone who is that. I've often heard it said, you know, that beings like Osirah, and I know she is this, she is pure awareness, having to work at being in this physical experience, whereas for the rest of us, we are in this physical experience mostly identified as that, having to work at being in consciousness, in pure awareness. And so it's such an opportunity to be with someone who rests there because I know that's going to draw me there into that space. Literally, it's like just being with God. And I can feel the, well, the ache in my soul for that. For that more permanent resting trust in the truth of what we are, knowing that the more we learn to rest into that by going on retreat, the more it's going to be able to express itself in our everyday lives when we come home. That means the more love we can offer to our loved ones, to our children, to our partners, to our work colleagues, to our boss, to earth, to nature around us, to every single aspect of our lives. You know, when you go on retreat and you hold the intention, which is what we do when we're on retreat, we hold the intention to just gently, patiently learn to rest a little more deeply in pure awareness, in that essence that we are you don't leave that space unchanged. And it's always for the better. And you know, sometimes retreat when we go, and it was like this for me, what well, has been like this for me on retreats with Osaira, where a lot of stuff comes up, where you spend a bit of time on retreat in that washing machine of emotion or being aware of the ego and its resistance and its fear and but still, that's only coming up because it needs to come up. So it's just a process. It's, a, it's an ability to witness that, to let that be, to just let it pass, observe it with great compassion and know that underneath that, within that, is pure awareness, this space of divine love. For me, the beauty of Well, knowing truth, being able to rest there is that I know that the fear, the unworthiness, the pain, the whatever else comes up, you know, anger often when there's fear, that it's transient, that it's passing, that it's not truth, it's not really real. It's part of this dreaming experience, the the ego feeling separate, that what is real is deep connection, resting in awareness, so you know that all those things will pass. Not that we don't greet them with absolute acceptance, kindness, welcoming. We do. That's the only way to let them move on. And I've got to let you know that as I'm approaching Retreat with Osira, not only does that awareness build of being able to, you know, retreat with Christ's self. But resistance builds as well. And I have had a few restless nights sleep already knowing that I'm going to be entering that space. But I also know that what it is that stops us from wanting to heal, what it is that, what that resistance is is our own sense of unworthiness, our own guilt, our own fear. Because we believe that we are separate from pure awareness, from God. And because we believe we are separate, we believe that we are guilty, unworthy. We fear that there will be punishment or judgment when we Move into the light. It's exactly like, you know, when you're first stepping into a relationship and you know that there could be the offering of love, but there's also equal fear that we could be rejected, abandoned. And those of us that have enough of that fear may let it get in the way. You know, we may build up walls, we may step back, we may avoid or find all sorts of excuses to not go there because we're terrified of rejection. And the truth is we are more terrified of that light than we are of our darkness. It's true, I never realized that until I started to enter into that space. So often when we know there's an opportunity to go on retreat with someone like Isira, who rests permanently in that space, we will come up with every excuse under the sun why we can't go, you know, we can't afford it, We can't manage to get there. We haven't got the time. You know, maybe we think that Isaira's, you know, she's just not quite perfect in some way, whatever it is. And I've got to let you know, on the first few retreats I went to with Isaira, I came up with continuous projections, which was, you know, all these things that I thought was wrong with her, which were really within me, but I was projecting it on her. And because I was a scientist and I'd been a doctor for, you know, 30 years, I was coming up with all sorts of scientific reasons why this was a load of rubbish. <laughs> but, you know, I've since looked at more quantum physics and I realised that spirituality is totally in alignment with science and with where science is going now. So that's not an excuse anymore. And, it, you know, I've managed to let go of most of that stuff now. And, and the other thing I was coming up with a lot was which I'm sure many of you will have is well, in fact there was a few things but one of them was you know we can different teachers will say different things they'll express things differently and I love the Course in Miracles and I love Isaira and yes they do have a very different way of approaching spirit but that doesn't matter they get to the same place in the end and you know I, that was a way of putting things in the way for me to think but you know she says this and the Course in Miracles says this and But when you really rest into that stuff, you see that it's just, it's often the same said differently and that everyone gets to that same space. Well, maybe not everyone. And, and you know, that in truth, there has been teachers or spiritual groups in the past where there has been a lot of judgment and there has been a lot of control. But I want to let you know that true spirituality is not that at all. Asira, you know, in fact, if anything, she very much has just been the example, given a bit of guidance, but it's always been up to me to find my way. I've had to do the work. She has created the space of presence for me to find my way forward. You know, very often she has sat lovingly and watched me make mistakes you know knowing that I've needed to make them that that's been part of my learning you know it's there's never been an element of control ever and true spirituality is like that you know beings like Eckhart Tolle are the same there's no element of control there's just unconditional love and are patiently allowing us to find our way forward and that's what true spirituality is. So don't let yourself be put off by spiritual groups in the past where there has been control or there has been judgment because that's not what this is about. It's simply an invitation and a beautiful space to be held so that you can gently and patiently find your way to your way forward, to what is your individual wholesome way forward because even though we are all one as this pure awareness, we will have our individual authenticity, our way of expressing that and being that in the world and that is celebrated on retreats where true spirituality is, is held and expressed. And that's always been my experience on retreat with Isaira. That's not to say that sometimes when we are with a being who is giving us guidance, that there may not be firmness. You know, sometimes there is the need, if we're, you know, tripping off on the wrong path, for a little bit of guidance back in the right direction. And Isaira has certainly given me that in the past, as have other therapists that I've seen in the past, you know, and I hope that I can offer that to beings that see me, that sometimes a little bit of firmness is necessary, but it's not about judgment. And it's always about really bringing a person back to their own presence, to their own center. And that's, that's what I know I attempt to do in my work when I recognize that someone is You know, perhaps tripping off on a a mind escapade, an ego escapade, just to bring them back to centre and to tune in and to discover what else might be there. And you know, I'm still capable, to be really honest with you, I'm still capable of being enticed off in an egoic direction. And as you all know, I think with previous podcasts I've talked about mistakes that I've made and that simply is a part of the journey. It's just a part of learning, oh okay, so that's ego mind and I need to come back to presence and rest with that for a while and see what else comes. And that's just a normal part of all of our growth. It will happen. So it's not about judging it, it's just like learning to walk. We're going to fall over, we're going to do you know, what appears to be the wrong thing, although it's not really right or wrong, it's just a way of us learning. And, you know, although I have shared this in many podcasts in the past, I just, I want to let you know that Isaira has held such a deeply powerful space. And, you know, when you rest with another being who rest so deeply there, you cannot help but be pulled in that direction. It's so immensely powerful and I know for me, I'm just not ever going to not take that opportunity, you know, if I've got the opportunity to sit with someone who rests so deeply, I'm going to do it because it's so beautiful and I can't express the joy of It always makes me feel emotional of the unconditional love that is at the core of our being. And the joy that I have in, you know, being able to share that with the world and being able to hold those beings that I love, my family, my children, my husband, with that And it's through, of course it's through my own work, you know, I'm not saying that we don't have to do the work ourselves, we so do. And is it hard? Yes, it's really hard because you will come up against the most immense resistance, the most immense fear. But with continued application, with patience, with absolute gentleness, and that's what Isaira, represents is this unconditional love, this absolute gentleness, this continued application, this complete patience and non-judgment and so if we are held in that space we can't help but be drawn in, be drawn home to the divine love that we are. And I've got to share another story with you Because he won't know I'm sharing it. (laughs) But it's about my husband. Well, he might know. I'll probably tell him. But, you know, I have also witnessed Dan. And it's hard to express because, you know, I love the guy. And I feel so privileged to be able to share my life with him. But anyway, I have witnessed the changes that have occurred in Dan through you know, choosing to come on regular retreat with Asira through doing her satsangs. And I guess through living with me, hasn't hurt. <laughs> but, you know, all of us, like when I was young, I had a lot of fear and I had a lot of conditioning that was in the way, and Dan too. And he had a lot of fear and a lot of conditioning. And I've just got to tell you this little story. We were down south. Recently on this, you know, I'm, a, I'm going to inherit a quarter of a property. I've told you about it many times. And I was meditating in the front room, and which looks out over this beautiful carry forest. And Dan was up and outside, and he was sort of doing a bit of the shakti shake, which is where you, you do some deep breathing and you have a shake and you make sounds. And Isaira o- o- has taught that for many years. It's a beautiful way of expressing all that tension that we hold on to. Anyway, so Dan didn't know I was watching him and he walked past the front window <laughs> and he was making the oddest sounds <laughs> you know? and he was doing this fantastic free dance. You know, just he was in bare feet connected to the earth. It was a little bit like a hacker, I've got to say, but but not that, just free and expressing. And I just looked at him and I said in my mind, you know, I saw. Her. This is what you've done for Dan. Sorry, bugs me. Sorry, brings tears to my eyes again. But there's that freedom, that freedom of spirit, that freedom to express, you know, all all that stuff, whether it's anger, fear, whatever. It's just free and there's freedom that I'm seeing increasingly in Dan, and it's so beautiful, you know, yeah. So, that's the benefit of retreat <laughs> that I want to let you all know, is you'll get held in unconditional love, no matter what comes. And it may be, like I said before, that sometimes it is fear, sometimes Because we're scared, there's anger. Sometimes there's a lot of resistance, you know. But that's also beautiful because when that is held in a space of presence and unconditional love, that's when we start to realise, oh, hang on, we're worthy. You know, every aspect of us is loved, is held in love, is worthy. And what I know, you know, what I know that Christ Self to be what I know God to be or pure awareness to be is this essence of divine unconditional love, which is just there all the time, unflinching. Whatever we do in this dream world makes no difference because it's just a dream. So that unconditional love is always there. And that's what beings like Isaira can demonstrate to us. So there's nothing it can do but pull us gently and patiently in that direction. Not only that, but always there will be nature as well. You know, when you're on retreat with Isaira, there's connection to the earth, which is so beautiful. And I've got to let you know, for me, it's having that connection to the earth, which creates a no other word for it but steadiness, it's like I am aware of earth as that essence and whenever I'm struggling, you know, whenever I can't access that or there's too much fear or unworthiness going on in me, if I just sit on the earth or lie on the earth even better and just connect to her, there's that, it's a gentle, patient reminder, it's a Awareness of beingness that's always there, and it's a powerful essence. So it pulls me into that space. The trees are the same, and there's going to be plenty of trees on this property. I can already feel them. (laughs) And streams, you know, streams as well, sacred sites. So, what I want to say to you, but if you've got the opportunity to come to something like this, come. And I know, of course, there'll be some of you who can't and that's okay. And I, But I do want to let you know the benefit of retreat. And I have at times, well, once in the last few years, I went down the farm for 10 days alone and that was just a retreat in nature. And it was also powerful. It wasn't the degree of being on a retreat with someone like Asira, but it was very powerful just to be in that space with no distractions, nothing that was going to pull me out of presence. And I did have to take it gently. You know, I didn't spend my whole time meditating. You know, I did, I did some, you know, there's always trees to plant or other jobs to do, weeds to pull out. So I did other stuff, of course. And and that's perfectly okay on retreat to come in and out, to go gently, to do it in a manner that's wholesome, to take a step backwards sometimes, to ease off And you can go really gently because we need to do that because our resistance will find it too much if we don't. But there are other ways to retreat, even just going down to the beach for half a morning a week and sitting on the sand and listening to the waves, you know. But as much as you can do to get yourself out of the busy mind and to go into a space regularly where... There is not those distractions, there is not the noise pulling you out, there's not the IT, the computers, the phone, the social media, the other humans, the work, the children, whatever it is, pulling us out of that space. Retreat is so immensely important because we get the opportunity to dive deeper and that can never leave us unchanged. So I think I've said enough now. So love and blessings to all of you. And if I happen to see you on retreat with us, that would be a privilege. And I do want to let you know that I am available for individual therapy sessions and group sessions. And I will also restart some workshops or possibly even retreats myself in the future. Um, you can find me at livingawarenesswa.com that's my website and facebook instagram and youtube are all living awareness wa and you can find if you're interested in this retreat coming up with isaira you can find that on her her website which is isaira.com and if you listen to this podcast uh, from my website i will leave a link to Isira's retreat page so you can access it there as well. Much love to you all.